What's up? I'm Jeff Weiss, a writer. And I'm No Can Do, a rapper. And this is Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and raisinettes. Yeah, those are the ones covered in chocolate? I believe so. Yeah. Have they have they invented, like, uh, chocolate-covered craisins? Have they the craisinettes? Because those would be ill. That would be amazing. Yeah, they must have. I was actually at a... I went to Coachella last weekend, and I was at a party, and it was like, like a filter pre-party thing and uh, the best part of uh, Dame Funk played this Wolf played Peanut Butter Wolf played yeah and the best part about it was that they had like this like Whole Foods candy bar with all kinds of various various yogurt quino- and chocolate quinoa fucking yeah no they did have I was so drunk I was drunk on kale mm-hmm <laughs> I heard kale can be a uh, can be bad was, for you if you, you take too much you know I heard kale can be really bad for I you I almost overdosed on beta carotene yeah you can get like uh, you know high in like uh, iodine or something <laughs> I forgot man. yeah no but what's uh, up though what's going uh, on well should we well, so we have DC Pearson and uh, Mikey go on a little bit later yeah it's one of my favorite episodes that we've done it's called it's not about a salary it's also one of the most <laughs> depressing episodes well, it was, but it was, it's beautiful and insightful it's, at the same time yeah it is mm. DC and Mike definitely brought a lot of intelligence as opposed to us normally being like hey let's joke about uh, I'll be joking about drugs and you'll tell a strip club story and you know yeah very, so it goes yeah, we we there's definitely some drugs and strip club mentions in there. I'm pretty sure there are. Yeah, um, I just got back from Coachella. Yeah, how was that? There were no strip clubs, but there were drugs. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, no, I it was it was fun. I I was covering it, so all my editors should know that I was very fucked up the whole time. And <laughs> you're uh, Hunter S. Thompsoning that 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 thing. Yeah, with more moderation, mm-hmm. I feel. Um, yeah, I took a bunch of a little bit of mushrooms and a, a sizable quantity of Molly on Saturday night, and saw Dark Side, yeah. uh, which is Nicholas Jar's group, and it was the best concert I've ever been to in my life. And it wasn't only the drugs; cause I've seen him like reasonably sober, yeah. which means just stoned. And it was it was incredible. He he like he was he came in like the in, the intro music was Miles Davis Bitches Brew, yeah, and. Then they basically tried to do like the dance music version of what Miles Davis's Bitches Brew would be like if you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which was it sounds like it could be horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it's the most pretentious idea ever. I mean, how many people have been like, oh, we'll make bitches, but it, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And they had like, of course, like the light show, and like I'm like tripping, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> the grid of flashing lights, and I'm like, yeah, it was, it was fucking awesome. So yeah. outcast, played. outcast played, yeah. Did they play uh, They played like 45 minutes of uh, 45 seconds of it Maybe like 2 minutes actually But it yeah. was It was interesting Because a lot of people Were hating apparently on it Did you hear about that? Yeah I heard about it I didn't get yeah, to Yeah they're the, fucking wrong <laughs> Well I, 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 I would like to say That there's a bunch of people there That are so young Totally they don't have Like Equimini didn't have An effect on them And like it's a record That's not old enough To be like you know the amazing record of their parents' time, yeah. and it's not like new enough to be the amazing record for them to be into. It's like in this middle spot. Like maybe they should have played, you know, five years from now or something. You know, yeah, to I mean, get that crowd excited. No, I think they got the crowd. Here's the th- other thing that like was misreported because first of all, reporters are never in the middle of it. They're always like at the very, very, very far back. Yeah. When Outcast came on, I was really close because Outcast is you know because you're in the shit. No, Outcast and Wu Tang. I mean, like that's yeah. the, you know what I mean. Like if that's it, like if you don't, lo- I don't know. If you don't love those two, okay. Like, so tell me, anyways, what, what do they miss? Uh, 
No, but I was pretty close up, and like people were fucking losing their shit, like screaming and squealing about like I can't believe I'm seeing Outcast, and then they came on and Bob killed it, yeah, and Gasoline Dreams killed it, and yeah. then they played like four or five. I want to make you make sure you mean like Bob the song Bombs Over Baghdad, and not the rapper <laughs> Bob didn't come out. I know. Totally Andre's him, place. I would have called him Bobby Ray. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wrote a little a little poem about uh, Coachella and South by Southwest. Would you like to hear it? I would love to hear it. I. They are no longer ours. They are no longer our festivals. They have become ad space for the corporations. They have become the playgrounds of celebrities. The price of admission has become too much to afford for the class of people to make it even cool to consider going. They have become so sanitary that the laggards feel comfortable there. Keep going. <laughs> when they would have cringed at the idea of such a thing coming from the mouth of such a person who championed a place like that. I hear you. Don't get me twisted. I like money. <laughs> me too. I like celebrities and I like corporations. I only like Paris Hilton. I know it's just not ours anymore. I don't Never feel was. left out. I don't feel distant. The same way I felt when I saw a chick from our scene disappear for one summer, only to catch her at a Hollywood club acting brand new. I cried. I get it, I get it. With that kind of money on the table, it's hard to imagine any, anyone wanting to compromise it by being seen with the wrong people. Or cocaine. But, but you know... That I remember that time you sucked off the homie in the bathroom at a house party in the valley. It was weird. The end. How do you like it? <laughs> I, I'm crying. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you get that from? I wrote it. You really wrote that? Yeah. <laughs> that was definitely that, that good life mentality that you yeah, yeah, post blowed. Yeah. I, I, I actually it was gonna be a Facebook post, but I was like, man, I can't be salty about it. You know, like, like we had a really good, like, you know, South by Southwest, you know, experience. Well, South by Southwest and Coachella. I mean, I've had I've had good times in Coachella, but I, I just feel like, you know, like there's a part of it that uh, that it's it's it's, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely like uh, when indie things like these indie things that are really really cool and hip now. Yeah, you know, I, uh, hey man, I was at the 2003 one, like, and yeah. that was utopian. And I was like watching the White Stripes, and then Jeff Jux had this like massive all. They played like they came on at nine, and this is the first time I ever went to Coachella. They came on at nine, and like Coachella used to end at midnight, and yeah. no, like the Chili Peppers were headlining, yeah. and like no one was booked after Jeff Jux. So like Aesop, LP, yeah. Murs, RJD2. I, I feel maybe Cam I don't know I don't think Camoteo was there yeah. but they just m played for three hours and it was <laughs> until like there were 15 people in the tent and yeah. I was like one of the 15 and it was one of the best things I've ever seen but yeah. those days are done so it's, it's fine it's, it's all the way done and it's a good thing I, I like I said I like yeah. money but I just feel like you know I, I was in front of I, I wrote this I was inspired because I was at uh, In-N-Out and uh, there was a there was <laughs> like a, every like William Carlos Williams used to say exactly. But you know I'm in the drive-through and then on the side of the drive-through there's guys parked and like you know there's that, to me these are douchebags. They're douchebags. Oh, they're, yeah. they're bros and they're in like uh, you know not even My a people. monster. It was like a it was like a it was like an Audi or something you know. And they were like, oh, you got your tickets? Yeah, man, I got my tickets. It's going to be awesome. And I was just like, you guys do not look. You guys. No, they don't like music. You guys don't look. Well, they like music. They like drugs. But you guys don't look like the people I remember to, with the Coachella that I went no, to. No, it's become five years ago. It's you know? Brochella. Bro yeah, it's Brochella. It is Brochella now. But it's fun. I, you know, you can. But the acts that they book are amazing. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. And they, they had surprise guests like crazy. Like, I mean, Jay-Z came out with not. I mean, I. I 
Granted, it's 20 years after Illmatic, which is, mm. it's not like... Well, no, that's good. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. It was, but I mean, see, Illmatic, right? Illmatic yeah. is a record that's old enough. Like, yeah. Clem and I is a little bit later. Well, it's like, like five years later. Okay, like, that's, a, that's a record old enough to where, like, kids are like, dude, I found out about this, about this record, Illmatic, it's amazing, and they're totally. listening to it like it's new. Where Quim and I, five years from now. I was listening to It Was Written on the way home, and that's a fine record. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was cool. Dark Side was the best thing I've ever seen. And uh, Outcast was great, though. I mean, like, here's the other thing that was so... I See, I, I, I get being, like, a normal music fan and being like, why isn't Andre happy? Yeah. And I'm like, well... <laughs> Let me tell you. Why isn't he? he ha- why wasn't he happy from your? Because, opinion? in my opinion, you know, like the Pink Floyd album, The Wall. Yeah. You know how like he's like looking at the crowd and like knock. He sees this like massive wall of fans who don't get it and yeah. like what he stands for and who he is. Yeah. He saw the wall, and he he's always like. I was listening, you know, it's like funny because Gasoline Dream, second song they play, right? Yeah. And it starts out like Burn Motherfucker, Burn American yeah. Dream. Do you like that? They were always, and I, I, you know, I wrote about it and it was like, but they were always the most popular subversives. They were never, I mean, like, think about AT Aliens. Like, it's not yeah. Love Below, Hey Y'all. Like, AT yeah. Aliens is a dark, morbid. Speaking of Love Below, I feel like the Love Love Below was 808s and Heartbreaks before 808s and Heartbreaks. It's not as good, actually. Um, but. <laughs> I mean, but you know, it's it's hinting at that. Oh, at that com- that kind of rap Look, record. Andre was, I mean, ahead of everybody. Like, he, and that's what was interesting when I was listening to it. And it's like people almost forgot about Outkast because they took, you know, they they weren't around. Yeah, yeah. So like when you think about influence, but like who everybody wants to be like Outkast, they're just so good. Yeah. And there's two personalities mixing that you can't mimic Outkast because it's not one of them. You can't just be like Andre. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess Fonzworth Bentley tried and <laughs> didn't work. I out I, as I well. feel like I'm well. I feel like Outkast influenced, especially Andre. He influenced like a, a a bunch of like you know uh, a bunch of black kids to wear bow ties, like totally. all that. You know, I did Nux, The Nux, I thought actually <laughs> he, had a chance to kind of to do that, fill that lane. Yeah, it didn't. I, it's a long. That's a long. Story. It's too much money, too fast. Because you have to have yeah. a southern playlist, a Cadillac, then you have to have, have ATL aliens. aliens you know? Yeah, totally. So, I'm getting signed by a major label in 2014. Like on your when you're. 19 years old is not usually like a good thing. Nah, it's not. <laughs> oh, it, no, actually, I think it's an amazing thing if you have like, if you have, uh, if you're grounded uh, and by grounded, like meaning, uh, I can't, who who would be the, be an example? Like Earl. It's really only Kendrick. <laughs> like, well, Kendrick was, was way older, but like, yeah, you know, and but it's, a- it's, some, it's somebody like Earl where like, the, the aesthetic of their crew would, like, make it really hard for him to sell out on the first go-around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but also Earl made, like, the most, you know, fuck you album, which yeah. is cool. And that was basically what I think Andre was doing. Andre's like, I'm not going to give you what the fuck you want. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do because I'm fucking Andre. Yeah. And he did. He had his, what it's, I not, loved, it's, not, it's not because I'm Andre, like, but this is not, this is what you, you want this, but this he, is what you need. No, here's the, th- here's the thing why I guess I, I maybe connected to it in some, like, I, before the show started, I was like, the people I was around, I was like, I really hope he doesn't play Hey Ya. And that, like, you couldn't have said a worse thing to those people. They're like, how could he not? do Hey Ya that's like his song and I'm like but it's not his song like that was a fluke and you know they recorded Hey Ya like two albums before and they're like I don't know where this is gonna go they reported like Stanko and Yair and um but so he did it with his back to the audience he starts out with it and he couldn't care less and you could kind of see that he like it imprisoned him like that's mean though that's mean to the fans that's when you start. What does he owe to, to the fans? We owe everything to him he made that no 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 because these people put you there no, there he. Most people I would agree with, but what they did was 
to the point of we're lucky because it was that good. And I only would say that about but here's the thing, 10 even, people but ever. Even, even it being that good is the fans pay for the records. They pay for the tickets. Like, if you think about it in just a, like, you know, here to work sort of way. What about being honest, though? Well, being... Or the future. Yeah, well, no, you can you can be honest, and but you have to look at the reality of the situation is that, you know, like, you're doing a disservice. Would you like, rather Andre perform with a false smile, or would you rather Andre not perform at all, or would you rather him just do him? I'd rather him appreciate what's been... What what's happened? Well, but that's not to say that like I don't think Hey Ya is their best song, and for me, Hey Ya is a really sad song. Yeah. Like that song, I keep. That's actually you want to know why I don't want to hear it because that fucking depresses me. And like I'm sitting there <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, wow, this is the saddest song ever about like how you'll never be able to like have true love last for like your parents did, and you like looked at your parents and you're like, how did that happen? But why can't it work for me? And what's wrong with me? And like I'm, I'm just like saying that I see that, and everyone else is like, whoa, hey. And I'm like, but they why, why am I a freak? It's, like, <laughs> it's a beautiful song, and it's just kind of bratty. And I understand, like, I, I'm, I was a Nirvana fan when I was young, and I understood yeah. that Kurt Cobain was That's like, I, I hate this song, and the record label's making this play. One, two, three, go. Well, but he didn't and give then, a he didn't give a didactic fucking speech, so that's like fine. He just it is a. And, or like Miss Jack it's just annoying to be an artist and like everyone gets your songs so, and no one has gotten their songs more like Miss Jackson again very sad depressing Erica song Baidu too. got it right <laughs> yeah, she, she does the real deal she's just like yeah that song's about my mama you yeah, know fuck you yeah she's <laughs> you happy not, about it yeah. but you know like I'm just saying like I just I see your point you're not you're not wrong and no no you, it, but here's the thing we're just, this is just conjecture we're just going back and forth right yeah. nobody knows what's what's right or what's wrong but I don't say anything when I mean it <laughs> when I really mean something <laughs> I keep it to myself yeah alright man you wanna get to this podcast let's do this podcast All right, how are you doing how, how am I doing yeah uh, I'm doing good man uh, I'm getting used to just being back home and yeah. uh but at the same time, I'm already getting ready to we're leaving to Japan in two weeks. Oh really? Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, it's a tough I'm, life that you lead. Well, you know, it see, it sounds like oh yeah, we're going. I know, to I'm Japan. just fucking with but you. But then you know, it's like, like uh, being a dad. You know, totally. at the same time being a husband and all. That's that how stuff. I feel about being a pet owner. Yeah, exactly. I have to have someone to you watch my go, cat. Go like you know, go go with, you know, go to interview Boozy, and then the cat's just like, I'm not a big fan of Boozy. I don't know why you gotta leave me. You know, <laughs> my cat's like, like I hate wipe me down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't it's sweat. Like clean me up. I'm a cat, but no. Um, but uh, yeah, I just got uh, Jimmy the Burnout CD, so I'm just like very happy, and I'm like you know, on, I'm on salesman mode 100, percent trying yeah. to get all these off like dope. Cool. Mm-hmm. I buy them on his Bandcamp, and yeah, listen to this episode and cry with me. Afterwards. Yeah. Cry with all of us. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Shots fired. Yes, at the end of today, we're getting shots fired. So far, one ticket shot fired, 4,400 south on Laverne. Anonymous calls their people in the street shooting something. It's not firecrackers. They also are selling drugs. How you doing? I'm good. Are we? <laughs> what are we doing? Are we, are we rolling? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're rolling. We're rolling. Yeah. We don't... Like a, it, it's not like it's not like it used to be. There's no like, <laughs> yeah. No there's de- no one. There's no decorum. <laughs> there's no decorum. Yeah. No one's staring over us and being like, "This is how you do a podcast." You remember how Jeff used to have notes in his hand back I in the do day? I remember that. <laughs> that was funny. There was a table. There's a table. There was yeah. a table. Yeah. yeah. I used to have a laptop. You did have a laptop. Sometimes I'd have questions on the laptop. Oh my god. And yeah. now it's just devolved into I like you were just looking at you porn or something. <laughs> tooth stack. Ah! <laughs> tooth the stack. The stack. <laughs> All of them. The stacks stack. on deck. Stacks is the biz. Yeah. Stacks on deck. Stacks. Yeah, we're stacks uh, for president. Yeah, well, have you ever watched porn while texting a girl? <laughs> no. <laughs> 
This is gonna get edited. Cause then I would, <laughs> I would regret everything that I texted, like ten minutes later. Right? <laughs> like the other side of your brain actually opens up, and since you're like watching these disgusting things, you're yeah, talking, you'll say you're whatever, talking. No, right? no, you're talking about like art and shit. Like you're talking, about, like, <laughs> talking about really cool things. <laughs> Nude Greek statues. Like, dot com. Now I was watching the Food Channel, like the Food Channel's an analogy for something else, and they kept putting this ham in the oven, and it didn't really fit. And like. <laughs> DC is like, what are we doing? Um, Sorry. Anyways, yeah, we uh, DC. Yeah, we all. You were at the Open <laughs> by Eagle Variety Show. Variety Show. And then no, I was more just like, wait, what was the other porn site they mentioned? I've never heard of that. Is it good? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's good. Stack. No, we'll have, have there is like more categories on that mic. one though than anything I've ever. There's some scary shit on. No, Tuesday. like I don't even know. Like I look. You know what the most and fun... it's like armpit. I'm like, yeah. Ew. The most fucked up thing about Tubestack is. <laughs> They have the filter on top where it says like straight, bi, gay, and you check. You're supposed to like check to, f- and it never works. <laughs> it never works. So whatever you put in, you're getting luck of draw. You are getting yes. You're getting everything you, click you, don't on, you want click with e- it. Ebony threesome. And yeah, and it, just, it could just be three, three football dudes. players. Be, right. It could be. And no, I just pressed E on my in Google. You know, it just says Ebony. That's, through, probably, so that what, just comes that's up. probably what we deserve in the modern world. Maybe they're just like it's like an increased tolerance where it's like, hey, then why even put the filter up there? Like, why why would you do that to me? You know, because I, I take all of my defenses down. Then you know what yeah. I mean. So then, like, when well, that's would... like they built. They took the "I'm feeling lucky" feature on Google and built it into the thing. So you're oh. always feeling lucky. I've never used "I'm feeling lucky" because I always thought that was a setup. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck you mean? Like a hole, a crates under the ground. And you just... So do you type in like "Guile Street Fighter 2 and, and I think it, I think if you I'm hit feeling "I'm feeling lucky", lucky, it takes you right to a result. I've never used it either. Now that you mention it. Yeah. See, I don't want to see Guile. In I no remember sus there was there was some there was some program. not if you check straight. Yeah. <laughs> Where if you put in like George Bush's name or some shit, it would give you something somebody thought was funny, and that's the only thing I ever heard about. Yeah, I'm feeling that. lucky thing. Do they still have that? I'm, I'm feeling, feeling lucky. Maybe not. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe they don't want you to feel lucky. I guess. Not. I mean, <laughs> after Daft Punk like really served them with that Get Lucky song. Did you, by the way, did anyone see the Russian Police Choir's version of? Get lucky at the Winter no. Olympics. Like, no, I didn't see it. It's mm-hmm. one of the funniest. Things the Winter Olympics. If you're listening to this, I, you, you, I saw you, an you, internet you. headline of it, and I I have this superpower where I can look at an internet headline of something and uh, have experienced it already. So it's I didn't like, feel the need to click. It's like yeah. we're up all night <laughs> to get lucky. <laughs> we're up way. all night to get lucky. And you're that like, sounds it's, great. It's really. I I just kept on thinking of other songs that I wanted the Russian like Worst Behavior by Drake. Motherfuckers think, never loved us. <laughs> That's a bad Russian like, accent. Were they? How many people were in this choir? Like a lot, and they got frisky. They were like dancing, and you're yeah. like, these people are all trained Who killers. Who was policing Russia while <laughs> the police choir was performing? No, because Russia, they have like multiple layers of like, hey, they have police to kill yeah, those the, police. The K- <laughs> yeah. If they can like get out of key, that's like. The KGB. And, yeah. yeah. Who will police choir the police choir <laughs> is what I want to know. I know a little bit about Russia, man. I know that yeah. they had this one thing called the bitch riots. <laughs> Yeah, I don't the, think that's the, a fact. the bitch. No, really, do yeah, tell like, us. And I'm basically, feel lucky on dude, I'm telling <laughs> you. Basically, it's like some weird like change in government when like 
the the or some weird change where all like the gangs took over the prisons and then like killed all the snitches and no one got in trouble for it. When I Google bitch riot, that's, that's way, awesome. It's only Britney Spears work bitch virtual riot remix. Look up look up <laughs> look up Russia bitch riots. All right. Yeah. All right. I also get uh three six mafia. Let's, may, start, let's may, start a riot. Maybe bitch revolution. Maybe <laughs> the bitch. Revolution. I think it was just getting confused with little B. Maybe oh. bitch wave. All um, of those sound like Britney Spears album titles. All of them. Yeah. 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 You're a pretty big uh, hip hop fan, right, DC? Uh, yeah, I'd say yeah. so. Yeah, I guess. DC's a rapper, man. He just, mm. Y'all just don't know. Y'all just don't know, man. I do know, so I'm rap. That's right. You rap There's also the ru- the pussy yeah. riot bitches fucking in a Russian jail part yeah, two. That on went down. <laughs> what happened? That went down. They fucked in a jail. I think they fucked in. Did they fuck in church or they just naked in church? Is that really true? No, they. The thing that I think got them initially arrested was they did some. They did like I think like a spoken word thing that yeah. was like oh, anti-Putin. Yeah, and uh, and because it was in a church, I guess they said like this is extra. I think it was more. I more. I'm revealing how little I know about it actually now. The more I talk about it, it's interesting because weren't the rush? I think they were. Uh, weren't they like atheists? Were you supposed to be an atheist for a long time? Oh, you mean in like communist, communist Russia? Yeah. yeah, but I think that they completely have like disavowed anything to do with uh, communism huh. now. Yeah, according to the op- I'm basing all this on the opening ceremonies of the Olympics <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish I, yeah, I, I don't know I kind of find it fascinating in the opening uh, what did you ser- call it the turn down Olympics the turn down Olympics is what it is <laughs> I mean you is know every winter Olympics or just this one it's all of them they're you know they're, they're, they're pretty turned down all like the events are like really short or they're just really long I was watching curling mm-hmm. can't do and that. like no, and I was amazed at just like how like nicely the women had their hair done like they were all like, you know what I mean? Like they all had their shit. Like, so so when you see the women do the shot put in the Summer Olympics, you're just like, damn, that bitch is big. And and it, and their shit is in like a tight bun, bun situation. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Well, I feel like curling, on. yeah, their hair is not really affecting their performance right. like most other sports, and so they're like, let's do this. And they know they're gonna have <laughs> let's like build that, something. They're gonna have yeah. that head shot, right? You know, like they know it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So they're like. <sighs> And, and the shit looks good. You the know? weird thing about the summer Olympi- or the winter Olympics is that I don't know any of these sports. Nor do I know anybody that's ever done any of those sports. Yeah. Well, anybody if if you know anybody named Bjorn, they yeah. have yeah. done them. Yeah, it's big in Sweden. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, any, any country that was ever invaded by Hitler, when he left, eventually he, they, he left them with the ability to be amazing <laughs> at winter sports. Oh, and really? Is yeah. what it seems like. Well, it seems like my is girlfriend that, is that why he was trying to get rid of all the huge into the Olympics in general. And Where's your girlfriend from? She's from Idaho. She's from Idaho. Okay. It's a very it's athletic close. state, which yeah. I did not realize before I dated a girl from Idaho. But yeah, mm-hmm. Idaho is kind of like um, play like lacrosse. Colorado plus more Hicks. Okay, that's Nazi- cool. Love neo Nazis in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely, definitely. Really? Yeah, I drove through Coeur d'Alene once in my uh, Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, my that doesn't even sound like a definite neo Nazi contingent. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, if you have a state that looks like one quarter of a swastika, you're gonna have some neo Nazis there. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, so she's big into like it's a big athletic state. She's big into the Olympics, and we've been watching them. And yeah, every everything is dominated by Canadians and the Swiss and Norwegians. It's an intensely it's an intensely white. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Nordic. it's like the, it's the Olympics that like they let countries that would have no chance otherwise. Like you can. But you then can, you know, like the Italians, they they kind of they're kind of turned because Italians got the Alps. are for some skiing and stuff. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, you know, there's. I just Again, feel bad for, like, hammer. South America and uh, Africa and uh, Asia. There was, like, this the Nepalese guy. He was the one guy there from Nepal. And they were like, here's, here's so-and-so from Nepal, the only place with a non-rectangular flag. And his quote is, 
I will probably come in last. <laughs> I yeah. like that attitude. This is really, totally. Yeah. There, were, there was also a good number in the opening ceremonies of, it would be like, U.S. Virgin Islands or whatever, U.K. Virgin Islands, and it would Rihanna. just be one dude that looked like the lost Winklevoss twin. <laughs> yeah. Like the guy who's... Parent, they, they would who, say how they got him. The idea of bake, banking. I'm sorry? Yeah, they would say how, like, how they got him. Like, he... Did a little uh, charity work in this country, right. and they made him a they nationalized him, and now he's you know skiing for us. Yeah, I think know? there was a girl in America who got contacted because they were like, "We heard you that you were like one eighteenth Tongan, and yeah. you're a good yeah shot put not shot putter. I don't know whatever the event was. So Snowball you want to come compete fighter. for the Republic of Tonga? Yeah, I don't I know if it's a republic. I'm sorry. Like, did you ever like when you're younger? Did you think like, wow, is there any kind of like bullshit Olympic sport that you could create? Like, because I feel like that's like a real optimistic thing. Like, you're like, uh, you're realistic. You're like, I'm not gonna make basketball. I'm not gonna make like track. But like, there's gotta be some esoteric sport that like I feel like unless I comic book collecting was an event I wouldn't <laughs> do well like as a kid I never had any hopes or goals to ever. I feel like the 500 like, meter bagging and boarding, synchronized yeah, exactly. swimming. I think I could do. Nah, <laughs> something like that. I think there's a men in it, but like some like sport, like bat, like a uh, don't they have like badminton? Is that an Olympic sport? Badminton's tight. Have you seen <laughs> Have you seen them play badminton in the Olympics? That shit I think I could deal with it. I think I could do it. Oh no, because here's the, here's my logic, right? You, you get all the good athletes going to baseball, basketball, football, then like track. Tennis, even soccer. See, but you're forgetting that there's always a place, no matter how uh, seemingly obscure the sport. There's always a country where it's like, and badminton is huge. It's actually in... Pakistan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a, there's always some place where it's just the yeah. thing. The Philippines. It's like all they do is play badminton because they get these fucked up balls from fucking you know from uh, the soldiers. They leave them there. And they put fucking <laughs> leaves forced. on the back. Yeah. And then you know they play tennis on a really small court. And then yeah, that's how Batman was invented. So you're from you're from Arizona, right? Yeah. That's a that's a good. What part of Arizona? Phoenix. Okay. What Lock. part of Phoenix? Awatuki. Awatuki. Yeah, part, it's like part a, of Awatuki. <laughs> <laughs> My house. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's a suburb that's kind of like between the rest of Phoenix and the Indian Reservation. Okay. Nice. Yeah. You know what? I don't understand how Phoenix and Glendale and Mesa and Tempe are all called different places. I don't understand. It's just like here in, it's like, it's just like LA though. They were all different cities at one point that actually were were geographically separate. Yeah, absolutely. But they they were just like little, like two building towns. They were, they were just saloons. Right, right. right. They were outposts. Yeah. And then then they've just all grown together. I mean, it's the same thing as like, how is Glendale a different city than LA? I mean, it's not really, they're connected. Like Culver City or something. Yeah. Well, Culver City is some bullshit. That's that's just based on economy. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Culver City is the island from Lost. It's based on Sony Studios wanting to have its own economy, basically. They're like, this is a separate city because we don't want to pay taxes Munchkins. into the rest of the No, they didn't want labor laws against munchkins. Yeah, and look, <laughs> yeah, I heard, I heard it. Absolutely true. I heard it was because they really just wanted to, to have, know. like, you know, actors and actresses and people that worked in the industry turn up without having the police, the LAPD, fuck with them back in the day. But that's all a studio thing. Like, yeah. you know, only only the, the people bringing that much money in could even Do influence that. laws that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That's, that's not even a real city. And I heard they're they're trying to grow. They're trying to, like, Get some in mid city. They better. Cause tr- shit is weak. Culver City is weak. Dude. What? Culver City's mad weak. Yeah, and you live in Culver City? Huh? Then you live in Culver City? Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, I don't like Culver City. All people do on my block is jog. 
It's all they do. Jog and walk dogs. It's all the fuck yeah. that happens it's become on my like, entire street. It's become like, What yeah. the fuck else is supposed to happen, Mike? Something. <laughs> so, something noisy. Something interesting. There's nothing going like, on. What, like, bro? Something. I don't like know. Like the fucking King Day Parade every fucking <laughs> no, Tuesday. Maybe once. Maybe one Tuesday out of the, hey, what if there was out a, of the many Tuesdays. What if there was a Culver Parade, whoever that motherfucker is, if they had a Culver Parade there. You yeah, know what I don't like about Culver City? In the Sony Studios, we can talk about this shit, <laughs> is that they have that... All right, so they were like... Like, Sony Studios was supposed to build art, right? And, like, put it in Culver right. City. So they built this huge fucking... They had some somebody build a huge rainbow, like, from The Wizard of Oz. And they were supposed to put it, like, over the over Main Street. You know, the little street. It's when it was MGM. Right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But they they're supposed to put it there. But they instead, they decided, like, no, we're just going to keep it on our property. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, it's cool, and it's really impressive, and I did not know that it was meant to be for the public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that they have they have to, according to, like, what, like, Culver City law, you have to budget, like, a certain amount of your annual budget for, like, public art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were just like, we'll, we'll keep this. Yeah, but, like, no, you can see it from outside, so it's okay. Do you think they <laughs> store frozen dead celebrities in it? Judy no. Garland, definitely still there. No. <laughs> just, just, like... Cut out, yeah. Just her ankles and the shoes. <laughs> Just like, see Judy Garland's ankles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could get, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. What? Just don't look at me like that. I'm sorry. It's fun. It's fun. I don't know. I like, I like it when we talk about civics, guys. <laughs> this is fantastic. It's a podcast about hip hop and civics. Um, yeah, do you guys want to talk about like uh, zoning? I think so. <laughs> at all? Think yeah. so. Talk about Mixed condo. residential use. What about real estate? <laughs> <laughs> so um, then you. Wrote a book. When oh, you, I might be interviewing you. Yeah, you're right. We're back in. We don't we interview actually, shit. Yeah, we don't really. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about. We were talking about it before, but I'm kind of curious about your book because it's a novel. It's interesting. Yeah, I like to two. Play. I have two books actually. You have twelve. Yeah. Are they available? That they are available. Commercially available. Yeah. The boy you couldn't sleep and never had to is my first one. That is the hardest title for a book ever. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Don't don't tell anyone. Yeah. Uh, no, they already know. It's got it's a lot of words in it. But um, what is is it a novel? Yeah, it's like a kind of a like coming a, of age sci-fi action shit. adventure kind of thing. Oh, that's cool. Are you yes. optioning it for film? Um, I'm not, I'm my friends. I was just telling Jeff before the podcast started. My friends and I have been working on developing it into a movie for like four years now. It's yeah. been like the longest process. And I've told you this uh, at the show. Speaking of you and movies, Mystery Team is the shit. Oh, thanks, you guys. Mike. All need to know it. that. You guys need to go find Miss. Is it still on Netflix? I think it's not. It was on there for a long time. I think it. It was on Hulu. I don't know if it okay. still it's still is. I think that's, it's now passed into legendary. It was. You was Donald Glover, right? And you guys yeah. did that. Let that me look this shit up on Fucking Hulu. amazing. Yeah. 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 I was in a, a comedy group. I mean, technically still am, but we're essentially on kind of a permanent hiatus. Um, so uh, wait, what did you guys try to slip that by? Oh yeah, mystery team with Donald Glover, Dominic Durkis, Dan Ekman, and. Maggie McFadden, and then um, the the director of that movie and the producer Dan and Maggie are the people that I'm developing my book into a movie with, and have been for seemingly most of my life. Yeah. Did you go to NYU? Yes, that's it's that's where I met all those guys. It's on this I'm gonna watch it tonight. Oh, okay. sweet, awesome. What, yeah. So, what are you looking at? It's on Hulu Plus. On Hulu Plus. So we we made a movie. It's on Hulu Plus. It's called Mystery Team, and uh, that's kind of what m- moved us to LA initially in like okay. 2009. 
From where? Where are you guys? Uh, we all met in New York. Um, okay. Yeah, we met at NYU doing like sketch comedy and stuff like that. Okay. And cool. then we started making YouTube videos. They got really popular. And mm. so we took any revenue which we made, which wasn't much, but was like some. And instead of paying ourselves, we put it all into kind of a, we made a company basically. And then we mm. funded the movie between that and like donations. And that was the, the Derek comedy? Derek comedy, yeah, so what, the name of the group. What was, where the name Confusingly named yeah, sketch what, comedy. Derek group. Coleman? Um, yeah, Derek Coleman. Um, <laughs> and an oil Derek. And All we right. said, these are our two favorite things. Uh, <laughs> great power That and comedy. Um, no, well, it was initially, the group was just myself, Dom, and Donald, and we were going to do a show, and we were like, what's another D name? Because we all uh, have D names. Okay. And, uh, and Derek, and so we named the group that, and then it was super confusing. And people always assume Donald was named Derek. Derek. Before before he became like an actual celebrity, people would assume that his name was Derek, just because, which, because of racism. Was he yeah. rapping? Yeah. Was he rapping then? Um, yeah, I mean, he he made like the first Childish Gambino album in the in like probably like two thousand five. That's what was that the one you're on? Yeah, that's I'm on a few of the early ones. Okay. Uh, Are you rapping? Uh, mm -hmm. Oh wow, I didn't know you actually rapped. Yeah, I do. I did. Um, most recently, I did. I made like a custom rap song for everybody that bought or pre-ordered my new book or newish book, Crap Kingdom. Mm -hmm. They sent me their like Amazon receipt, and I would write their name into like a a rap that I would do on. It's a great YouTube. idea, and I think I'm stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Ideas are free. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I think Zilla did. So Zilla got paid once to write a rap song about Allen Iverson. Really? Yeah. Who paid him? Uh, Alan NBA Iverson. blogger, I think Dan Devine is his name. Yeah, I'll find him and pitch him all time. Shout out to Dan ideas. Devine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I know, I like, I, I know Dan Devine. Are you a basketball fan from as well? Twitter? No, yeah. I think we're just friends via, I don't know, Twitter. I guess. Yeah, it just brings people together. How did that feel? When you, I mean, I know how that <laughs> fucking feels. Twitter friends, people you'll never meet, but how you does, have these conversations with them. This yeah. kind of trips like, me no, out. That's like my yeah. friend. Yeah. If we follow each other on Twitter. You're like, it's not really your friend. I've never <laughs> even seen this person. Their their face is like a little squiggly yeah. line. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's this there's this rapper named DVS yeah. who I've never met, but I I know through Twitter, and he's like the funniest person in the world on Twitter. When you I meet do him, think he's, he's the funniest person alive. Not that funny. DVS. <laughs> DVS. Yeah, his his I've Twitter name is DVS Blast. DVS Blast yeah, is his I've Twitter name. He's like surreal stuff. and amazing and super funny. He's a really good rapper, but on Twitter he is. I feel like he's the funniest person alive. People turn up, man. They turn up their personalities. There's a guy quite named Prince bit. Metropolis known who no, dresses yeah, in a lion suit. Okay. Who. He's Jeff, cool. why are you jerking off right now while you're saying this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why aren't you? We actually talked about it. Yeah. We I always were, check no lion suits. And they give me this shit anyway. <laughs> and then Wizard of Oz. First result. We actually talked you know, Wizard yeah. of No, in fact, come? I realized I that we talked about Raven with a lion <laughs> vest on. I'm the earlier for not that. Yeah, we actually talked about furries earlier today. The phenomenon. Oh, because Andrew WK, did you guys talk about it? Because he came out furry. I heard. Really? Wait, really? Really? What? Came out furry. In real life, was that's what joke. I heard. That's just one of those universes wires crossing. And like, it, yeah. like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. It's they? time for the furries. The furries have put together their marketing campaign. It's like, well, this is what we learned like about the furries. The we learned that the that the furries are like eighty percent like, dudes and twenty percent chicks, oh. and a lot of times, you know, there's some accidents that happen there. Yeah. I mean, isn't that like all hardcore like? Subdivisions probably had that same ratio. Yeah, I right. think. So. Yeah, yeah, like if it's fucking like Magic the Gathering is the same shit. Yeah. If it's fucking yeah. like you know anime cosplay, like yeah. you know, it's mostly same. dudes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Even Passion the Weiss's Facebook friends. <laughs> no, ninety-eight percent your rap blog. No, <laughs> no shit, dude. I, yeah, I know. God, I know you're surprised. <laughs> <Surely> you <just. laughs> However, 
Yeah, it's like, it's like depressing. They're like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. I don't know, but at least shots fired. I think we have 14 female listeners now. Tight. So. Yeah, it's I like think double so. from last week, right? <laughs> it keeps on going up. No, this shit uh, jumps around, dude. Like, <laughs> it, I swear to God, at one point, I, I, I think we had like 20 something, then we had seven, and then now we're, we're at 14. I mean, that's cool. I'm, I'm fine with that. We, lo- we lose them pretty frequently. It'd be great if you could find out with like, our ribald discussions. You guys need to pull the shit out of them. Just why are yeah, you we should poll them. We yeah, should, yeah, what's them? motivating yeah, you to listen to us talking? Yeah. I don't know. Um, market research. <laughs> then, did you... So you wrote the... When did the latest novel come out? Uh, it came out in March of last year. So almost a year ago now. That's cool. Was it on... I going to tell uh, you guys how time was. Was it on, like, a pub, like what publisher? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was from uh, Penguin. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and the first one was, like, I guess, technically, like, adult literature. When uh-huh. I say it like that, it sounds like erotica, yeah. which mm-hmm. is not. How ma- um, Emmanuel. There are moobs in it, though. Cosplay? Emmanuel in space. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> the reboot. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, this is your second time in a row talking about Emmanuel. Every time we can bring that up. on is a gritty 2014 reboot of Emmanuel. Shoe Diaries. They brought Robocop back, so like bring right. back Emmanuel, you know? That would be amazing Except, if when they premiered the new Star Wars, they were like, actually, guys, yeah. it's just Emmanuel in space. <laughs> <laughs> Do people tight. really know about Emmanuel anymore? I feel well, like that I'm was sure, just that was a pre-internet. I'm sure thing. all the eighty percent of guys who are <laughs> yeah. fans. We can say anything because I'll get all our references. Yeah, I mean, so, even if they don't, I mean, the internet can can fix that. That's true. Can, I can watch Manuel right now, probably. See, but I feel like Holy Plus. I, 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 I was <laughs> see to me, and I feel like this this comes into being like a comedy fan and a rap fan. The references I like the most are sometimes the ones I don't get. If that makes any sense, mm-hmm. because it just it's you know like be that in comedy. Like when I was a kid watching The Simpsons, and they would reference some movie that I hadn't yeah. seen. Like I hadn't seen Citizen Kane because I was seven years old. And you just fake laugh. Ah, Citizen well, Kane. Or it's just funny because you're like, oh, the they're being goofy the or whatever. Mr. Burns. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Rosebud episode. Was yeah, Mr. exactly. Yeah. And uh, and I feel like oh, when boy. I make a reference to anything, and people sometimes react like get weirdly. I don't know, they find it, like, off-putting or something like that, mm-hmm. but it's, like, you would think because the internet exists, like, yeah. well, you can go look it up. Totally. If, if it's a joke, it yeah. might not be funny by the time yeah. you looked it up, but, hey, you learned something. Yeah. I've learned that I have absolutely no idea uh, which of my references people will get and right. which ones they totally. have. Totally. Absolutely no idea, and it freaks me out sometimes because I'm thinking some shit is really simple. Right. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, really? Oh, my God, what am I saying? I don't know anything. You... I don't know, yeah, I don't know. I find it frightening. Yeah, but then other times people, just a reference you would think nobody would get, people would be like, that is so, The Jungle Book 2 is so important <laughs> to me, or whatever the case may be. They might be Giants references. Yeah, no, all of that yeah. type of shit. But I'm always happy when people get those, because yeah. there's such a small crossover portion of that Venn diagram of people yeah. who know them and, and know those me. Those are your people. Yeah, yeah. like that, that's my, those are my people, those eight people. Those yeah. people. Well, yeah, I felt really good about we were so again talking about it before the podcast, and we'll talk about it now again because it's a podcast. But um, Mike did this, put together this awesome show here in LA at the Mint. Yeah, it was, was it like one was, of the best nights I've ever had in comedy. Man, it was so it was cool. it went way cooler than I than I uh, was scared that it might not go as I guess. Yeah, and then. And then uh, watching the video, I realized it wasn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, I, it was hard, dude. I was no, like, no, no, it was great, but it was, but in about the moment, five degrees less great than I thought it was, which is you know, which is fair because right. you know, memory, because it just ended really cool. And right. It was what kind of happened, and then you know, things went from there. So I, I'm supposed to do another one in April, I think. 
people should go to that. It was yeah, tremendous. Yeah, we might do a live. Uh, the men people talked to me about doing a live shots fired too. Shit. What? Which I was like, don't, don't put that kind of just, pressure on us. I was though. like, they I'm gonna the, probably uh, steal Mike's indie. idea. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm, be on I am eliminating it. interviews from mine, so you can have those. Oh, yeah. All right. That's a gift. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pouring whiskey All right, on the microphone. Yeah. All right. That's a coconut water. You yeah. Just, you guys can't see it at home, but Mike is making a uh, coconut water I'm and whiskey cup. smoothie. Pee. Smoothie, and it changed my life. I haven't drank it yet, but I can imagine. So what when rap I music do were you mix that? It's gonna be good. When Was you were I growing up? Um, I feel like the. Um, I used to like uh, edit the program for my high school theater program club drama club whatever and i think the roots was like the first thing that i got into which yes. which album which record um let's see that was a, that was basically right when things fall apart came out oh. yeah yeah and then illadelph yeah. and then um whatever the and then like the organics there's organics, one that's like not tight. is that the official yeah. first like album that was like the, the first one that wasn't yeah. on the label was organic right that was, was a really what was the single that was the first one, one. Was like the single there was no it was single it was before they weren't oh yeah like 94 which one was the one that had never do on it that's, that's what Illadelph has. Illadelph. That was my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. one. Illadelph. That wasn't like, my favorite one. Things Fall great. Apart was my favorite one. That's the one that I hadn't actually listened to. Do You Want More might, might be my favorite. Though. Do You Want More? Yeah. That was my shit. It was man. also in Napster days, so you kind of you had to piece the together. Whole... the. It was like the amount of information out there was much lower than it is now, but the uh -huh. amount of just like pure downloadable music yeah. that you would just yeah. like get yeah. and just like and go all through the like a bunch of random Legos different like different qualities and shit oh yeah totally and then half the time it would be like some random <laughs> terrible parody <laughs> that like, like missing one some dude in like a third rate AM station in New York had recorded that was like vaguely <laughs> anti-semitic and then the thing would be like Weird Al this is a Weird Al song like, this is not a Weird Al song this is a third rate AM radio anti-semitic parody are of like a, what I like about you Weird Al aficionado uh, pretty big into Weird Al yeah I was that, he was very important to me for sure yeah I mean, speaking of like something where you, if even if you don't understand the references because you're a kid, yeah. it's still funny to you. It was I don't entertainment. Know if, the, the, yeah. the performance was like always over the top and shit. You know? I yeah. Once, yeah. Totally. I once interviewed the Lonely Island guys, and it was like really awkward because like Andy Samberg got like, I'm like, yeah, I love Weird Al, and he gets really serious, and he's like, don't ever write anything negative about Weird Al. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was wow. like, why would I? I really like Weird Al. So you, he just like he's he, like just make it clear that we're we like the Weird Al comparisons. It's like, okay. did he, did he, was that like an off the record, like, you know, like a gangster thing? <laughs> no, like the security guards? It was sort of posting. like gangster. I was like, I would yeah. never say anything negative about Weird Al, but I mean, I, I wanted to be Weird Al for Halloween, UHF Weird Al. Mm. I like that. What what got in the way? Uh, Laziness. Sheer laziness. I was going to be Kramer, and then I was nothing. <laughs> and then at most Halloweens, I end up being Humpty Hump, which is awkward. Um, that's second awkward. time you Second time I brought that up today. I don't have anything <laughs> to say. I know. Emmanuel and Halloween costumes. Yeah. We have nothing on this podcast. So, uh, do you have you still rapped lately? Do you ever like? Did you freestyle? Did you guys like? Um, a little bit in like kitchens of houses at like college improv festivals, mm. which is easily the worst. <laughs> um, and I Why? really, I'm pr not great at freestyling, but I'm really bad at freestyling when I'm drunk. And so it was always, you would get that feeling. You're like, this is, you're looking at a fridge and a cute girl you might make out with later. And you're like, this is going to be really good when it gets to me. <laughs> yeah. And then you start into it and you maybe have like a Kafka reference and then it completely <laughs> falls apart. Um, and yeah. so it was mostly that it was all, it was all pretty bad. I feel that <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, when I used to freestyle would have some references that would probably get me booed out of any room that it, I would want to be. Well, yeah, you realize you're like, oh, I, I spent my entire time thinking about that one line, and then 
I have yeah. nothing now. I, I think you just have to up. say anything and just have full conviction. You can just be yeah. like, <laughs> wiggity wiggity, higgity ha. Get a little girl in the ring and die. And then, <laughs> then everybody's like, dude. That's, that's an ill hook right there. Yeah, yeah you know? Like, so just don't, you know, have that one right. reference and then say fridge and then, you know. I feel like that was the, girl the, in the theory corner. behind like Buster Rhymes songs. circa like 2000 <laughs> <laughs> was just this, this rhythmically sounds amazing. Yeah, no, that's Buster Rhymes now. Yeah. That's any Buster Rhymes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But in that 2000 era, he was putting his emphasis on like the last word in every bar, whether it made sense to or not. Mm. And I think <laughs> that's kind of kind of like what you just did overlooked yeah. part of Buster Rhymes I liked his like Illuminati freakouts like year 2000 like, yes was anyone more yes. afraid of Y2K wait 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 wait, wait. request live oh the like, ELE shit week. Yeah, yeah totally that was a part of his record campaign yeah. he was like no that was a no, part of, that was a part of four of his four records record. yeah. yeah yeah like from 96 to 2000 yeah. there's only four years left yeah. there's only three years left you know I would, what I mean I would religiously watch and dislike Total Request Live, even though I didn't realize at the time that I really liked it, but it was <laughs> stupid. Will yeah. Ford's lame. Um, and uh, he, I remember he was on there promoting Extinction Level event, and he was like, he's like, <laughs> he said something to the effect of like, all the signs point to, you know, all the scientists, everyone agrees, 2000, something big is going to happen, the human race, like whatever. <laughs> and I remember at the time being legitimately freaked out for like a day. And I think I was in the shower and I realized, I was like, Buster Rhymes does not have, he's not <laughs> consulting with the scientific community at yeah. large. Like yeah, he's yeah, not, yeah. like yeah. He, he claimed to speak for more people than he did yeah. on that. And then I felt better. I, I just had I had this shit reminds me of a funny thought that I had, but I thought it was gonna offend a lot of people on Twitter. I was gonna say, remember when you niggas thought the world was gonna end in twenty twelve? That right there. And it's the conversation that we had. Oh yeah. Yeah. I that is hilarious. all the time. Dude, like there's some people that like I have conversations with now and like, you know, I remember them telling me about twenty twelve and I was just looking in their eyes like this fucking clown. <laughs> Yeah, I can't, you can't really trust anyone that told you the world was going to end in 2012. Yeah, you, no, not that you can't trust them, but like, no, they, you know, just don't take any information from, you <laughs> from them. Yeah. And it, but it was, it was Unless not only buying. people saying the world was going to end; it was people being like, "Oh, we'll enter this brand new age, and the human race will turn a corner." And all, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, why, why, why do you think that at yeah. all? Like, why? Why doesn't that just happen every day though? Like that shit happens every day. Like we're in a brand new age. Like it just we just woke up from something, and that's you know that's fine. But yeah. like. I think when Kanye dropped Yeezus, we were in a yeah, after, after it's a whole different world. The way after Yeezus, post Jesus were post nothing was the same. They're all working together against this. Yeah, what I was realizing the other day is so I've never really inter- I don't know how I don't know how you guys feel about this. I had never really I've never listened to an entire Drake album, and I really dislike the concept of Drake. And every yeah. Drake song I've ever heard, I realized you're here, you're here with I love. The, you're here with every Drake song. I've never <laughs> actually listened to an entire Drake album, and I'm always like, oh, Drake. I probably really hate Drake. And I realized every Drake song I've ever heard, I really liked. Maybe that's just because I haven't really? listened to his albums. Not my people. I've just anymore. been selectively exposed to. The wrong Drake song? Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, look, dude, people tell, like, if you're, like, you know, a long-haired, bearded fellow. And, Which I am. And nice, you guys can't see it at home. Yeah, yes. you know, it, you're supposed to not be a Drake fan. It's just, you know, if right. it's, you know, like, it's, you, you I, shop Are it. you supposed to not be a Drake fan? I think everybody's I mean, a Drake I think fan. that's what, I think that's how we're, like, you I know. everybody's a Drake fan but me and you. And well, I'm not, I'm not not a Drake fan. <laughs> oh, now you're backpacking. But, but, no, but I'm, I don't know, I'm, I mean, I've heard two of his albums. One of them, I did not like at all. Which one was that? Uh, I think that was maybe the first one. Nothing. Uh, take care. No, take care was the second one. It was so, uh, 
so far. I'm just thinking this on a so marketing standpoint. Well, I guess like I didn't that hear that one, one at all. So far gone. I didn't like that one at yeah, all. Yeah, that was not. I felt like that one had like a, a surgically implanted R&B hook in the middle of every song. <laughs> yeah. Where like now it kind of kind of seems like they that, got it going and it makes sense. So like mm-hmm. I heard nothing was the same. I'm like, oh, this, this, I mean, I didn't go back and play yeah. it because I was like on tour and somebody put it on. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you know what yeah. I mean? It, it's not my personal Yeah enjoyable listening I'm shit just, I'm just that saying in, in a marketing those, uh, in a marketing way we're not supposed to like Drake right no. you know exactly. like 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 a, a soccer mom isn't supposed to like a Porsche but if you sit her ass in a Porsche and she gets behind the wheel she'll love it though you right. know what I'm saying That's it's supposed. a good 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 product who are we supposed to like then marketing wise I, mean, I mean I think that you know in this room, I think we all should like, you know, Earl Sweatshirt and Axon Bronson okay. and, um, right. you know, and uh, I mean, I'm just saying like, what I, we, I, okay, I'd I see what you mean. Like, like if, the, more, if, the more, the um, more lyrical guys, right? But Is just, that what you mean? Just if, you know, if somebody were to come like, what do you do today? You, uh, you know, have some organic coffee. You, that, uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, I, you, it's you love yourself some Earl with, Sweatshirt. It's still yeah. for Earl Sweatshirt. It's still telepically. Yeah. <laughs> it's everything. You're like, organic coffee. Yeah, but you're wearing, you're wearing some dunks though. So no, take the time <laughs> quickly off. You know what really yeah. makes me happy sometimes when I'm feeling down or bad about my career yeah. is that there was a time on, again, and this is, I guess, re- uh, relevant, uh, because of the college dropout like anniversary but there was a time where in a song there was a girl that didn't believe that Kanye knew Talib Kweli <laughs> yeah. and he had to like prove his bona fides by being like no I really know Talib Kweli I, I was thinking here, but and that gives me a lot of hope I was thinking about that like Kanye just at home bored surfing Black Planet yeah <laughs> just like trying to lie to women like, and she doesn't believe that he knows believe him. I, I really do know Talib Kweli yeah, or just like there was a time where where Mark Wahlberg was jealous of Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, so that happened. Yeah, yeah hell yeah, Donnie. New kids on the no, block. But, no, but had a, they had a bunch of hits. They yeah, wanted they no, they wanted Marky Mark to be in the group originally, and he was like, no. I'm he said do, no. He's like, I'm gonna do rap. Yeah, it was like twelve. And come on, come rap. on, come on, come on. And later that he good met the funky bunch. Lib is a shit. <laughs> but she, do you guys seen the movie Her? Anybody? Yep. You guys oh, yeah, haven't seen it. I don't like it. That thing you were doing where uh, you were going through what we might have done today, mm-hmm. it made me think of this part in her where the fucking OS interviews oh. you yeah. before uh, before it gives you your presentation. Before and I was thinking, like, what, what if like there was like a program that made like your perfect rap music? It's called you know Beatstream I mean? right now. Oh, okay. You're gonna be like, right. uh, you know, take Here out. I was the, thinking I was gonna be a fucking millionaire. Take Thanks, out Jeff. the garbage, eating organic oatmeal. <laughs> You're like, you might want. You want to hear about selling crack? <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, what is Beatstream, by the way? I don't know what that beats is. Beats by Dre. Be- oh, that thing. Beats or Beats by Muse. Beats it, music. Oh, is that? Is there supposed to be some? But you like type in like in algorithms. That? You're like okay. you type in the algorithms. Yeah, That's you bullshit. type in. Paying <laughs> <laughs> them to do that. Sign cubes. <laughs> you like type in like <laughs> sipping, <laughs> sipping whiskey and coconut water. You have to be Google yeah. hunting to use this yeah. program. This is terrible. Why didn't you like her, Jeff? Um, I because you were supposed to. <laughs> well, probably. Well, I'd heard it was also amazing. I also thought the end was a real cop-out, and that kind of ruined it for me. I also didn't think there was enough absurd. Like, it was absurd, but then, like, they would go on double dates, and, like, I couldn't fathom, like, a futuristic world where, like, the guy's, like, in love with his computer, but everyone's... You're going, spoiling the movie for me, Wearing so high waters and, like, going on double dates, picnics to me, to the beach. it was perfect because I think... I think all that shit's gonna happen in about seven to ten years. I think it was. I hey, it was hey, no, I was Mike, don't say don't, that because then seven to ten years later, I'm like, Mike said this shit. And I don't trust him anymore. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, honestly, the, the movie fucked me up because 
like to me I had like a horror movie kind of experience from it like because it was fucked up but it's like this shit's gonna happen like there's no way yeah. that shit doesn't happen all I knew you know, was what we was talking is it a... he fell in love with the OS on his phone well, their shit is all integrated, phone, computer, everything is integrated. You know what I mean? So it's like... And she's OS. like hyper-intelligent. I mean, she yeah. is like an intelligence. She's, it's not just Siri. Okay. But it's like, it's like yeah, it's like Siri with a real human but level of but, brain power. Plus, like, beyond that. You but know? can she give you, like, you know, a hand job, like, at no, the movies? they did have phone sex. Yeah, see, no. But it was, sorry. that's what I, that was my whole thing. Yeah, sorry. That, that was your whole like, thing? Yeah, that's what you said before. That was a big part of it, though. Oh, okay. Because that was also not addressed very well. I thought, like, it just, it it was such, it was sci-fi, but it was, I don't know. Mm. I didn't like the end, though. I thought that was kind of a cop-out, and I don't want to ruin the ending for anyone that doesn't. It turns out she's just a person. What? (laughs) Scarlett Scarlett Johansson comes out at the end, and she's like, here I am. And you're like, look what you've won. And he's like, bullshit. Like, yeah. Which I didn't find was believable at all. I'm all right, your letter. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was good. I thought it was great because I was also sitting in a theater full of. I'm at the ArcLight in Hollywood, being a narcissistic, artistic, like sort of vaguely Aspergersy person that I am, surrounded by other people like me, all of us who think we're like special, beautiful, unique snowflakes, and statistically not all of us can be. Yeah. Um, and we're watching this movie, and I could just feel everyone collectively being like. I, as a narcissistic person, would love to fall in love with just a computer that was always there. That, like, you know, I, I felt that collectively from the audience, which made, like Mike was saying, like it feel very plausible. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. likes dealing with other people, including me. You know what I mean? Like we just are getting more and more kind of. Me and I don't my mean wife. To be all TED talk about it, but me, me and my <laughs> wife are uh, like we're hell, we're hell opposite, and like you know. She does, like, once they fucking offered this service at the bank where you can just fucking deposit your check at the ATM, she was about that. Like, every yeah. every any way that she can avoid a person, mm-hmm. she'll do that shit, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I don't, like, I like the small talk with the people as I go. And I, who cares? I guess it's like, do down? you hit zero, like, when, like, you're doing the automatic Dude, if I can use... operator? I always hit zero. Yeah, like, like, I want to talk to someone. I think to it a depends. Person. If I don't want to be making that call to get what, if, if they're like forcing me to, yeah. then I probably want to stay in the automated menu. But yeah. if I want something from them, I try to get to the person as quickly as possible. Yeah, so you want to be able to tell them exactly what you want exactly. and not have to go through. But so, yeah, in that sense, I definitely want to talk to the person. But for the but most I, part, I'll, talking on the phone, I, I do. I will not. No. For the most part, I won't. And, yeah. and I also, you know, I like to avoid people as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do. Like, and like, but on the phone tree, I'll try. I'll hit the zero. But like, I find myself increasingly using the automated checkout at the at the grocery store. I only went. I got the EBT card. That's the only time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Like. They, started, they started taking those out a lot of times, though. Apparently, the, the, uh, yeah. It seemed like well, because I was I worked at a grocery store in high school when they first put those in, and there were so many old people in our neighborhood that like refused to use them. A because they couldn't figure out how. And they were I also, also pretty, could not figure them. Well, they're out. pretty hard to use for the most part, so y'all kind of don't work. But then I think they just ended up being more trouble than they were worth to like maintain nah, those are those are in la those are everywhere i think you know yeah yeah, yeah they're... but like my problem is i'm high very frequently right. when i go to one of those things and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i'm like the supermarkets always weird when but you're see, high if i was high like, yeah. <laughs> overstimulation and you're yeah, like all these people I producing smoke weed, i would never want to speak to a human being <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I get the high worst thing I, I can want, imagine. I get high and I want to speak to human beings. I want to speak to a human being in a situation 
like the supermarket where I know exactly what it is I'm supposed to say. But if it's some open-ended, ambiguous thing, I'm fucked. Yeah. I can't do that at all. Yeah, well, well, give me an example of this open-ended, like, <laughs> like a if, podcast. Like if you happen to nightmare. run into somebody, <laughs> yeah. or if something... The nightmare. Let's say something fucking <laughs> broke in your apartment and you needed to call somebody to fix it. I'd be fucked if I was high, you know what like I mean? What, oh, oh, you're talking about when you're high. I thought yeah, you meant like in high. general. See, I agree just in general. To me, the nightmare is I'm waiting, I'm at like a show, waiting for the show to start, or maybe at a movie or something like that. And uh, if, especially if I'm by myself, like, and I see somebody, if I see somebody I really know well, then it's probably like, oh, great, I was here by myself, now I can, whatever. But if you see somebody that you sort of know, mm. and then there's that weird hovering, like, oh, hey, oh, hey, cool, like that, that. Do people there's no it? agenda. Do people you, you know, it's the, the Hollywood thing to do is just say, like, you know, like, like I got a little cocaine. You, you, got <laughs> you know, like, that's how it's like, offering hey. drugs. Yeah. But I don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't have a little cocaine. A little drink. <laughs> I only have a ton. No. <laughs> I got keys. <laughs> yeah, no, that's gonna be weird. What do you? You're probably good when people go up to you and they're like, "Hey, I love you." Yeah, you're like a professional at that. You're like. Yeah, but I like I'm dead on the inside. <laughs> so on the outside, <laughs> <laughs> on the outside, it's like I have. You know, it's just like. I really, I'm like a whore. Like, I'm totally disassociating and, like, saying, ooh, baby, ooh, baby, I love when you talk to me. You know? Like, it's fucked up. And then in your head, you're like, I gotta get eggs. <laughs> I gotta get butter. No, no, no. In my head, in my head, I'm just like, like, all right, heart, slow down. Like, you know, I've, I've had, like, uh, panic attacks and shit like that from, like, dealing with too many strangers at a time. Damn. But then, like, like one time I knew it was happening, and this dude was like, hey, are you all right? And then I just ran. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Portland. <laughs> it's okay. I thought you were just doing an art concept stunt. <laughs> I think you're the first person to ever have a panic attack in Portland. <laughs> so laid back. Not fuck Portland. Portland's cool. I like. I call Portland White Lanta. Yeah. Well, that, mm. I, have called, I have previously called Portland District Nine for ex girlfriends. Oh, for real? That's what it is for me. <laughs> Damn. They all just moved to Portland. Yep. Damn. Yeah. All my ex girlfriends move away very far from LA. Not because of me, but just because they hate LA and like. I feel like girls, like, really quality girls, usually want to flee from LA. Like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah, they're like, eh, it's not working out with it. I'm bye. I mean, there's not like in terms of like I knew when in terms of like industry. Really? Yeah. I'm. Uh, my condolences to yeah. her. Yeah, mm. she really liked it. I don't know that I would move there. Yeah. Well, I about it. She's like, like, from she's there. Like, so, you can still live there. She's yeah. She's a nice girl. She but, she's like a law professor. Oh, she cool. was like so. I guess she, it depends on what you do. I mean, I yeah. think that we all mostly have professions that require us to live in like one of a few places. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know what I would do if yeah. I didn't feel sort of like an indentured servant to a given. Did you want to move place. anywhere else besides LA or New York? Um, not really. I mean, Hong you Kong? occasionally would go somewhere else. And be like, you know what? If I was just like a teacher. But, yeah. You know that Austin. kind of thing. <laughs> Boston? Austin. Oh, okay. Austin. Yeah, Austin would be cool. Seattle, I really Seattle, like. Yeah. Seattle's great. See, check this out, man. The Austin thing is not appealing to me for some reason. It's like a faux, it's like a faux liberal. It's like, it's like fucking, like, you know how Disneyland, like, it's like, this is Space Mountain. <laughs> right, right, you know, right, we're right, in right. space, guys. <laughs> yeah. Right now, nigga, we're in Texas, all right? <laughs> and all around here, there's people waiting to kill us for our liberal ideas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I I, I just don't feel comfortable in Austin, in Austin you know, but uh, Seattle, yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Denver, yeah. Denver. Hey, uh, you said you were dead inside earlier. It reminded me of something. <laughs> <laughs> no, because he, he, DC said uh, there's moments where he feels uh, sad about his career. 
Is that true for everybody in the room? Because it's true for me sometimes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you guys, any, James, you ever feel sad? I'll call you by your government name. Is that okay on Shots? Yeah, Fire? yeah. Okay. I'd rather yeah. be called James on Shots. Yeah. Somebody's going to Google James and hit I Feel Lucky and know everything. <laughs> and the oh, song yeah. Laid is going to pop it's up. Squeeze James Spader. It's going to get weird. <laughs> your name's on the blacklist now. Um, sorry. I, I get sad about certain decisions and things like that, but not really I like. I cry frequently. I like, I like being a rapper. I like yeah. I like it. I like Good. it too, but yeah. I think being anything creative is Oh, I think like the problem with being creative is unless you're like so rich that you can kind of console yourself with your richness or you're like it's hard to do stuff creatively well so it's like your life is going to be torture right. no matter what because like how hard it, it's not easy to make a good rap album yeah. you know I'm sure it's to write a you know a monologue or a, I mean you wrote a novel so you know it's a nightmare I like I like where, where, where we all are I think we're all at different places but it's kind of you know in the same we're in like that the lower middle class right yeah you know um this is where all the ideas come from. This is where all the innovation comes from. Like where you get you got that like that pressure, you know what I'm saying? Right. Where when you still feel shitty kind of, you know, but like at least for like, for rap music, all the dudes that have like millions of dollars and they fucking, you know, get flown to fucking, you know, fucking random places to play in front of huge huge crowds right. and all this shit. They, you know, they they're trying to hire dudes like us to fucking write for them or just to find out what the fuck they're about actually, you know what I'm saying I was actually it's interesting so, you mentioned that because Danny huh. Brown was tweeting earlier today I saw that did you see that what yeah. did he say he was, he's, he's feeling the pressure dude and he was kind of freaking out a little bit you yeah, know yeah, what, what I mean? mean you know um, he's, he seemed to be generally unhappy with I, I mean it seemed like maybe his place in things I'm not sure if he's getting pressure from a label press. I don't or maybe just the pressure of trying to be where he wants I to be but he was just kind of you know lashing out at we were talking ambiguous about, groups of people, you know. Well, what I we mean? were talking about this earlier. I think it's like kind of the fact that he got famous because he kind of made more of a caricatured version of his kind of true self, which was very true artistically. Like he kept the art, art really at a high level, but he kind of made himself into kind of like a party. F- a lot of Molly, a lot of people think that, and like there were a lot. There was like a huge section of people that like didn't know the music that Danny Brown used to make when he had braids and was right. making like D Boy Detroit like very lyrical rap over like Dilla beats and stuff you know mm-hmm. or like Frank Dukes or Quelle's beats I love I love Danny I love Danny like I think yeah. he's a really good dude I liked his music from I don't know if I liked it from the very first time but I was I, I, I always got what he was doing um, and I don't know exactly what he's complaining about but I know like in his mind he's He's, you know, he feels as if he should be where ASAP Rocky and, you know, and fucking he's Kendrick right. and he's right. Macklemore. Well, you know what he is? I, I, he's in the upper middle class, and, but, see, but he's not a thing, part of the one percent. And that's right? the thing. And it, every to me, man, and and I and I I try to ask everybody that I know about this, no matter how successful they are. Um, I try to get a sense of if they're really happy or not. Nobody is because everybody's yeah, yeah. always looking up at some totally. Next yeah. Well, I think that's stratus, a very it's you know a very I mean? cultural thing. I think to like I mean if you like we were talking about college dropout right like and yeah. it's like that thing like you're like Kanye you're like and like and still like because I feel like Kanye is one of those people that like really I hate when they look, look, they look those like guys but Kanye I think connects to a lot of people because he he is sort of like a lot of people and like he's very much a product of our. I time. think Drake's happy. 
I don't know. Well, you, you you listen to that, how he responds to the shit that Kendrick says about him, and I don't feel like he's happy. I feel like he's playing happy, but I feel like he'd rather that shit really I mean, I, not be I interviewed, happening. I interviewed yeah. Kendrick, you know I mean? and Kendrick was like said three times, like, I'm crazy. And yeah. I don't think he really is crazy. Like, a crazy person is crazy, but I think he's such... look at Kendrick in that BT cipher and tell, like, <laughs> that motherfucker's touched a little bit. Like, and, and, and I don't know. You gotta tap into your emotions every day, all the time. All like, yeah, how you, you, right. you, you know, you're, you're, right you're staring into right? the yeah. abyss, like, and it's stares back at you type thing was it you know? a pretty dark novel so. parts of it um yeah i don't i don't i don't necessarily get super i don't necessarily always feel the emotions of whatever i'm i'm mm. writing on that level it's more of a anxiety that when of when you're not well, working yeah. on something well, i feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, i think yeah, yeah. ultimately it comes down to we're all in some way writers right. so Writing is I don't write shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got three 14-year-olds on each side of the You guys can see he literally just broke a pen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like a fade. Our podcast is going to basically be like I fade was like, to so black. That's what that was for. I was yeah. like fade to black from now on. <laughs> I was waiting for you guys to talk about this. <laughs> Headphone throw, the podcast. Writing, um, writing let me, I didn't finish my fucking Danny thing because I'm, long, I'm long-winded. All right. Even schoolboy Q, his same problem. And let's, keep, let's be totally honest. Uh... They can you can be as mad as you want, but they haven't written any hits though. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, don't kill my vibe, and or the fucking you know uh, the thrift shop. Those are the things that changed those two guys' careers. You know, and for Danny to be upset, you know, like to lash out at the people is 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 a you mistake know, I, to well, me. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm not saying he's I'm lashing not, out at yeah. fans or no yeah. shit like that. Oh, okay, I'm saying he like he la- like one of the things was. Uh, what is it? Uh, fuck you, cause y'all just want me to be goofy all the time. Yeah, like, I feel that cause, with him. Cause like, uh, I feel. Shit. I don't know. Like I, I he had to see it. He's I, one of my I, favorite I rappers. I feel so. like I can get where's. I got where he was coming from. Yeah, too. but 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 the thing is, and this it just what what I got from it is just it just echoed to me something I've become more and more sure of is that nobody is happy in this game at no. all. But yeah. nobody's isn't, isn't that true? Shit. Going back to that, isn't that true though that. That's kind of what people want, like an exaggerated, charactered version of. Well, I think that's I, just for marketing, right? That's because what I'm saying. I once was a, in a you meeting. You have to put a label on yourself. Is so anybody happy all the time? Period. Like, or like, like Mormon, the average Mormons. Ner- nurse. Mormons. Mormons. No. Wait, what that. happened in this meeting? Oh no! It was like at Fox. It was like Fox had. Did you ever go to a meeting at Fox Alternative? They had like some alternative like think tank. It was like mm. when I was like 24, 25, and I'd go every Friday. And at the end of the think tank, it was like a year and a half. Great scan. They pay us like eighty dollars and a Friday, and we'd go down and have bagels and orange juice. And I was like, at the time, I was like eighty dollars. Are so you just kidding? Picking brains. Just picking my brain. Like, what's cool, you know? And like they, you know, turning into reality shows. Swag dragon. And I'll never forget because like, yeah. it'd be really cool if you know one guy was like talking to four bitches though, like on a couch. And they like you know they make a dating show yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. and they, they ended up like uh, they ended Sorry. up like uh, you know you, you get to like the meeting with like a lost half your girls again. <laughs> oh, I don't give a fuck. But I know you don't. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm we, sorry, Jeff. Yeah. I'm gonna repeat myself next episode. Um, <laughs> but no, so they uh, they get, I get there and like they they get like they're like oh good idea it was kind of like a music kind of right. like a daily show but about music which is like the least original idea ever. Right. And, you know, you get to the marketing lady and then they're like, oh. and she like meets me and she's like, hmm. and she's point blank. She's like, are you willing to be a character of yourself? And I was like, aren't I enough of a character of myself? Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but like that's, I think she at least was honest, you know, like if you look at what pops, it's usually when a rap, Kendrick Lamar being the exception, but it's usually when you can't. Right, he's not an exception. Good kid, Mad City. That's like fucking being a caricature of a kid from Compton. I don't think so. 
No, that's like, yeah, that is. I disagree. That's like fucking Pony Boy from fucking the Greasers. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Rebel without a cause. Uh, uh, stay Kim, gold, Kendrick. Stay gold. Damn. Yeah. When, like, is, when is Pony Boy's album going to come out? <laughs> Good Kid Mad City. Been, been, are, <laughs> unfool's gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was multi-level. People are going to be turning that one over for days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I... I've, it's weird. I, I think you're right that everyone's always looking up at another person, or sometimes I think. Looking, and when you're looking up, you usually I see balls or ass, and it doesn't take you be, anywhere. They could be <laughs> looking know? up at somebody like financially or career-wise, or where they appear to be on the mountain, or they could be looking at some, looking down at somebody yeah. that maybe career-wise isn't considered as successful, but artistically yeah. is considered well, like more. Like Mac Miller, did you hear free. Mac Miller's? Like he had like a two years ago or something. He like they're like he went to drugs, which is like okay, but he was you know he had a number one album, and but every critic shit on him. So you know if you if you have popular success you want critical acclaim and if you and you know if you want if you have critical acclaim you want money and if you're Kanye you're just want to be Steve Jobs mm. <laughs> you know so that's why I like you know like uh, it's it's hard to really translate things like in rap like to or no th- things need to be translated that's why there's rap genius that's why there's like uh. rooms full of guys like us that talk about these things but the idea of like being like hood you know or the right. idea of being like or in, in country just like being a simple old boy you know what I'm saying just totally. like my family and you know where I come from and like I think those things help you cope with that like fuck what a critic has to say because yeah. my city loves me or fuck or what look, I mean look know. at Eminem like you know mm. it's that's I think to me like one of the archetypal examples of what we're talking about because mm. you're like man you were like this great underground rapper that like mm. everyone loved and like I mean like mm. there's no one that didn't like Eminem at one point except for like you know maybe like Except for girls, girls didn't really. Girls really like loved him. Eminem. You I sure? Think, yeah. Dead black, girls hated him. Black women didn't <laughs> like him. They were like, he is mean to us in songs. Um, but yeah, and like, look at him. He got famous, and he had every bit of success. He's won every Grammy. He's been critically acclaimed. He's regarded as one of the greatest rappers ever. And all he wants to do is hide behind his gates in Detroit. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like it's kind of a drag that uh, I don't know. Like, is there, there's got to be somebody that's like really happy that has like. I've never met anybody. This is this is what the fuck. You know what happened? This is pathetic, bro. And I, I don't, I don't. And I, I, I don't say that. Let me specify. I don't. I don't mean anybody. You know what I'm talking about? That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's fucking happy. Right, right, right. Happy as a fucking clam. He's like, look at my shoes. I don't mean anybody in life. I just mean anybody who's like really in the music industry mm-hmm. I've never met a really truly what? satisfied person I'm sure comedy is probably the same and but do you ever get do you ever get satisfied in whatever field you are if you're a driven person is there like I don't know I, I mean f- to me I so wonder about that is this I mean, right. you, you've written two books yeah a movie mm-hmm. <laughs> like um, I mean you, you've done a lot right but that you're not satisfied or or maybe you only get satisfied well, temporarily I feel like or? there's like a weird I feel like there's like this kind of like it's, it's sort of like trying to hit a moving ball by throwing another ball at it mm. I feel like like that's some sat- ninja shit artistic bro. satisfaction <laughs> well, for a lot of people because there's that thing of like are you because you're not going to be happy in your work unless you're being challenged I think that's kind of a like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's some like a yeah. scientific thing I heard on like Radio Lab or something on NPR. <laughs> but like it's it feels true. Like if you've ever worked on something, the times when you're the happiest are the times where you are having like a lot of pressure put on you, but it's not too much and you can feel like yeah. you can handle it, mm. but you also feel challenged. Mm. But that I feel like is that uh, that includes the time yeah. when you're actually working. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, f- and I don't know. So uh, there's that, there's that island of that satisfaction. But then like, then when you're done with the thing and then people have to process it, oh, and if people don't process it in the right way, then you feel like, oh, but wait, but no, I actually wanted you to do whatever. And so there's that to mm-hmm. it. And there's, there's so much to it. And to me, the, 
the best part of it, I don't know what the best part of it is. I mean, I like a lot of the parts of the process and there's definitely a place in my career that I can picture myself that I want to be, but it doesn't have a name or like mm. a job title. And therefore it's hard to tell people how to get me there. Like, right. I guess you would say industry people, it's tough to sit in a meeting with an agent and be like, I want, cause they want you to be able to be like, I want to be him right. yeah. pointing to somebody else in the yeah. industry. Or I want to be her. Yeah. And then you, you and then they can, trail. but exactly. But if you want to go like, I want to be the blank of blank. Yeah. And they're like, but, but that doesn't exist yeah, yet. Yeah, I cannot yeah, compute. Yeah. In the business world, peanut butter and yeah. jelly has not been exactly. put in a jar together. They are two different jars. And the truth of the matter is, it's like, no, I want to be the me and have other people know exactly what that means. I want you to hear my name and know exactly what that means, and it's something that has never been, not to sound entirely Kanye West-ish, but that, you know, like, and, and so it's no, hard to... No, that's everything that works, yeah. though. Right. Yeah. That's everything that works. And then after that, somebody does that, then you get a bunch of der derivatives yeah. Yeah. of that. Right, you know and then you saying? end up listening to J. Cole. But then there's... <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, you know, you get, like, you know, there's a Drake, and then there's, like, a J. Cole, out. and then there's a fucking, you know, fucking Big Sean and a bunch of people I liked, like that. Uh, speaking of... We talked about Dog Lover. I liked his kind of, like, extended kind of riff on this, where it was, like... I just liked that he'd be like, yeah... Cause we're all gonna die, and I was like, "That's so tight." You're just like in the middle of interviews, and you're just like, "Yeah, well, I just did that because we're all gonna die." And like, that's just such a great. This is the most depressing job. Mike, we're all gonna live forever. Guys... One is nine o'clock at night on yeah. a motherfucking Monday, Monday night, yeah. and we're drinking whiskey. I'm gonna be I'm writing till. <laughs> I, I think Sunday. Is. There's right. no Sunday where I'm oh, not yeah, wallowing in a pool of existential despair. Did you guys see Inside Lou and Davis? I have not, but I heard it's about... Yeah, it's about these, this these, exactly these what we're talking so about right now. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It's, I mean, I feel like if any artistic person, if you made them drink half a bottle of NyQuil and watch <laughs> Inside Lewin Davis, and then afterwards you gave them the hard sell, you could get them to quit. Mm. But it's also kind of so bracing and great in that way because I feel like it... You know so many people, I think, especially in L.A., that think whatever it is, whatever creative thing they want to achieve is, like, really easy. Mm -hmm. And that it'll, be, it'll yeah. all be... what. And, and and so to see that movie that was just so bracingly I mean, just you, about a guy that wasn't the guy, you know what I mean? Kind of yeah. like Amadeus, sort of? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. So it's, like, basically... It was a model of, like, Dave Van Ronk, who was, like, not yeah. Bob Dylan? Yeah, it, yeah. it uh, um, sort of but a little bit, he ripped, but I mean, thing. Bob Dylan, like, in his book, talks about how he loved Dave Van Ronk. Which is so interesting right. to think that like you can influence the guy and not be the guy yourself. That happens all a, the time. That does happen all the because time. Because the guy doesn't know how to distill his shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm pretty sure, like, you know, the best heroine well, look, that ever came Chance over the, the fucking Chance the Rapper is more popular board. than the Freestyle Fellowship ever were. You yeah, know, like, and that was. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't was know. I don't know if he's more popular than the Fellowship were though, because I'm pretty sure. Like, what size venues is he selling out? Like, I'm pretty sure they were he doing the same thing back then. He came to LA after one album and sold out Club Nokia like days early. Yeah, no, I, I think he might be. Yeah, dude, I grew up in LA. Okay. And no, I yeah. didn't know anybody that was playing freestyle. Fellowship. I knew one kid. Okay, you know, yeah. and like that's in LA. Did you find it? I, I don't want to. Uh, jump back did you find that movie discouraging or encouraging or was it some um i found it it was kind of like like you know when you step outside and it's really cold yeah it was like that uh, you know <laughs> yeah, should, where it I wasn't should... necessarily like oh it, it wasn't depressing but it was definitely like you recognized a deep truth in it that you almost never see in movies about artists because the typical arc of a movie about an artist <laughs> is like and then they have that one song and oh, great you and better lose kind of yourself in the kind of, line or, yeah without yeah. without going into like spoiler territory about it there's moments in that movie that kind of almost like deconstruct that thing that moment of like and then just, they're gonna play the song and that's gonna be it 
Should I continue to be scared to see it? I guess is what I'm. Uh, you about. should see it. Okay. I mean, definitely not after three whiskey and coconut waters. I mean, that's every day. So. Right. <laughs> okay. Then, <laughs> then embrace it. Yeah, totally. But um, but it's kind of also. I don't know. It's it's tough to to to. No, but I've to. heard people talk about it and 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 talk about the realism of it in terms of how, you know, on how being talented typically doesn't translate into success on a level that. A lot of people might yeah. think it does. That was, right. You know, it's definitely my dad an LA told me story. my whole life. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I was like, LA literally, sure. I was like, no, no, it's, it's fun. I'm really talented. And he's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know nothing, son. But the thing about it is, is that, is ev- is that everybody's like, there's yeah. like talent is like, in like, well, how you look at art is like all subjective and talent is like anybody. There's, we know a hundred amazing rappers. Amazing. You know, rappers. that's. So that's not special. Like the supply is too high. Now what what's the next thing? Is like you have some business sense, are you driven? You know, are you fucking are you shady? Are you willing to sell dope to fund your fucking record? Yeah. You know, find a dope dealer to, to or, or you know, like not yeah, but or like be that caricature, I guess. Or, or even just like caricature. just be a, like a like yeah, be do what Danny did, which he he's mad at himself for. Well, or then whatnot, but you get but, eaten alive. Like I think of Hunter Thompson because he's like one of my favorite writers ever. And if you look at the first ten years of Hunter Thompson's career, like Lights Out, one of the great, like for sure. I don't care who it is, but a lot of people like look down upon him and they're like, oh, because he be, he became that character mm-hmm. of his first ten years writing, where his writing was brilliant. Just undeniably brilliant, but mm. then he just kind of plateaued and had to become had to become that character. And at a certain point, people go. Like, I remember once I was Hunter Thompson speaking of Halloween. I was Hunter Thompson for Halloween, and it bugged me out because people would go up to you in Halloween thing expecting you to be Hunter Thompson, and that was the most exhausting hour of my life. And mm. I was like, oh, uh, and like before that, like yeah, I, I think that's a, a good thing. Worship. No, I mean, you're if, if he can if he can become young. an icon, that's tight. Of course, it's tight when you become an icon, but when you become swallowed up by the iconography that you built around yourself, well, then you basically turn so turn turn yourself kind of into a monster that feeds on yeah. your everyone. You have you to be Hunter Thompson. Like. You have to be, and that's Danny Brown. What I think he's getting at. It's like here he is. He and, and Danny Brown's. I think like I never heard Snoop bitch about none of this shit. Well, because Snoop isn't like that. He's like he's he's an artist, but he's more of an entertainer. I think than he is. Come on. Well, well, I'm about to go on. have a cigarette. I don't even want to have this conversation anymore. <laughs> I mean, but, but Snoop's, Snoop's whole aesthetic is being, like, super cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I don't know. I feel like that that's a great persona to choose, and yeah. then you can use that in any situation. Yeah. He also you never lets you in. Leave, you can leave cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, he also never lets you in behind the sunglasses, Snoop. You know no. what I mean? Like, you're like... Right, you don't know Calvin for real. You just no. know Snoop. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's fine, because that's kind of brilliant in a way, but, like, when you're when you're you're revealing your personality, because your, your personal side, because I think that's what people want, is they want to identify with that. Like, in I the, don't think that's it. I think people just want to be fucking entertained. I think they just want to be entertained. And if you can, like, a lot of artists, we get it all fucked up, I think. We're like, uh, you know, because we think about the, the artists that affected us, you know? And, and we're like, oh, dude, since I'm an artist, this guy that wrote this amazing song about this and this and that and did all this cool shit, like, that's what I want to strive for, you know? But uh, at the end of the day, it's like fucking. Uh, it's not a masturbatory, but what that? What is that shit? It's like the Oral's Borals. It's like artists thinking root, about. Yeah. You know, it's just like it's, it's just it's like it, it's, a, it's, a, it's just there's no outlet. You know, right. but it depends what you want. I don't think people are gonna be like Snoop Dogg. Like yeah, like drop it like it's hot. Will probably be played at every bar mitzvah to the end of time. But are people gonna be really listening to complete Snoop Dogg albums other than Doggy Style? No. No, that that's. I don't think that's the end game. I don't think that's the end game. For I think the end game is, is to. Is I think the end game is to live well off of and, and make art for a living and you know be able to g- do something next year and the year after that and so, like though. diversify and I all think that some shit. people are like into posterity and like creating something that's like timeless and like that stands up like more than 
you know, like, yeah. And I feel like that's become such a part of the narrative that it's almost a part of the manufacturing of it now. It feels like, like, it feels like a lot of, because there have been enough artists that have let you behind the curtain, i.e. like Kanye on College Dropout, that now it's almost kind of like built into the thing. And some people's behind the curtain is more interesting and more earnest than other people's. When you think about when Kanye's music started to pop, it's really when he built his own self-mythology. Because before the accident... That was his 50 cent getting shot nine times. Yeah, it was. And like he knew that, boom. And he's like, well, that's me because I'm like invulnerable now. I've got this. And like I feel like every artist, like, you know, in rap, like most of the biggest artists have, whether it's Jay-Z, I was this drug dealer who, you know, flipped a, you know, a kilo into into a record label or whether you're even like Lil Wayne, like, you know. But it's it's not like that shit helps. But the, the bottom line is like these really entertain, entertaining singles that end up happening. Like, I don't give a fuck about anything Lil Wayne did, but Go DJ was hard. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, once, like, fucking through the, not through the wire, but uh, when it all falls down, or, like, Jesus Jesus walks. Like, I'm not really into the mythology of Kanye West, but, like... But, yeah, but, but America is into the mythology. Yeah. America's into narratives. That's why we have to spend money on PR all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because... Cause yeah. Without that, people don't know how to digest. Well, and shit, to be you know fair, I mean? as a writer, you have to have context. As a writer, like yeah, your yeah, story yeah. is boring if you don't. I mean, like yeah. whether it's yeah, I mean, like you. But right? that's well, when, yeah, that's yeah, when you're yeah, going for critical acclaim, and that's like a popularity it, contest. If you've too, ever been you know? interviewed, you can feel the hunger for a narrative on the part of the person that's interviewing you, and it makes sense because they have to write a piece, they have to like yeah. turn something in. So if there is, and it's the reason that you, in a lot of not as good album reviews you basically read like the beginning of the press notes in the first yeah, paragraph fuck yeah. because it 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 gives you you know it's like gives yeah. you that thing and so you kind of you you that's those are the people that have to communicate to the audience about who this person is if they're not do actively doing it themselves and they can't just say um I listened to the album and it had a bunch of good songs on it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know how many times I've like, wanted to do that? Yeah. Where I'm just I bet, like, I bet. Right. Like, like, sometimes you because just want sometimes wanna... there's not much else even to it. You no, have like, to, like, grab right. shit on top of well, it. Well, I just you know wrote I mean? a whole thing for Pitchfork that'll, you know, probably have been out for, like, a month when this ends up airing, but it was on the Odd Squad record, like, one of the Dev and the Dude, like, their, their crew's first record. It's a great record, and, uh, but then, like, I, I ended up, most of my, the article ended up being about kind of how they met and kind of the characters behind it and, like, the stories behind it. Because ultimately, at the end of it, you're like, look, they're just talking about fucking and smoking. Yeah. That's it. You know? Like, and, like, you know, sometimes it's just that's it. And it can be a great record. You know, yeah. or great, you know, there's plenty of great movies that have not been about, like, you know, like, Zoolander is one of my favorite movies of all time. I wouldn't, you know, it's like... About male models. We've been talking for an hour and like ten minutes. Yeah. This is the longest of the new this, these new sessions. <laughs> the new era. Done. We got this like all real this deep darkness, like... homie. <laughs> Man, this shit so, is so uh, don't commit suicide. <laughs> right. It gets better. Hellfire Listener. Club will be on tour. Don't. Maybe? Yeah, we may or may not be on tour <laughs> by the time this one comes out. Like an, no, you will be theoretically on tour, but you might have an existential breakdown of your van. Oh shit. You know? I might I might be fucking like locked up in some random ass city. Who Why? knows? Idaho. Who knows, bro? Like, <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine? Good. Okay. You just might have to smoke a joint once a week. I will not smoke once a joint. Once a week? Once smoking. a week, dude. I don't fuck with no dope. Damn. <laughs> Down with dope. Up with hope. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, but um, yeah. Positive what you, note. What are you working Lauren on? Lauren Michael here? said uh, that if you're not, apparently, supposedly said that if you're not happy before you're rich, you'll never be happy. And sometimes I am happy. 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm happened. never rich, so I think I did it. Yeah, right? It's easy for yeah. Sam. The guy made Wayne's World. So <laughs> <laughs> um, what can, right. What's the best Twitter? What are you working on now? What's coming out? Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter at twitter.com/slash DC Pearson. Uh, my books are Crap Kingdom and The Boy Who Couldn't Sleep and Never Had to. They're both available in stores on Amazon for your Kindle on audiobook. I read both the audiobooks for them. If you have an Audible subscription, yeah. podcast listener. And uh, yeah, I'm trying like uh, trying to make my book into a movie, and that will be happening when it happens. Are Sorry. you? Would you star in the movie? No, no, no. no. It's about high school kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cool. Thanks for coming. Through. Shots fired. The most depressing episode sure. ever. We're gonna, uh, gonna go right. smoke myself <laughs> into a coma. <laughs> oh man, you guys, we really uh, <laughs> killed this. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that was.